Welcome back, guys, to another roundtable. My name is Adam. With me, I have Bruce Min and Hi. Victor. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And today, we're going to talk about REITs and interest rates. So we know interest rates are going up everywhere. Uh, and we've covered interest rates before uh, and compared them to what happens when you know interest rates goes up and what happens to bank stocks. So on the previous roundtable as well. So if you want to check out how you know, interest rates affect uh, Singapore banks spe- uh, specifically. We've done a roundtable on that. But today we're going to talk about REITs and how interest rates actually affect REITs since interest rates are going up. So what happens? How do interest rates affect uh, REITs? So when interest rate goes up, uh, usually the borrowing costs will go up, right? So it, that's actually in theory. So f- let me give you an example. Let's say you own a property, right? That property is valued at a million. Let's say you buy that property at a one million and you rent it out for uh, $50,000 a year. And assuming there's, I mean, you fully loan, right? I mean, you fully like, you know, take loan from the bank to buy the property. Uh, of course, in reality, you can't do that. Uh, but let's keep it simple and there's no other expenses. Mm-hmm. So you're just having uh, this one item where there's a rental income. The next line item is actually your expenses, right? Which is your borrowing cost. Mm-hmm. And this borrowing cost, of course, you uh, borrow from the bank and let's say at the interest rate of like you know one percent a year, so that you are paying about ten thousand dollars a year, right? So your fifty thousand dollars rental income minus your in uh, interest cost, that is going to you know, have a net rental income of around forty thousand okay. dollars, right? So if interest rate goes up to two percent, then of course your take home return for net rental income is going to be ended up with thirty thousand dollars, right? So because your cost of borrowings go up. Yeah. Right. Yes. So that's the reason why I think every time when the Fed, you know, inc- announced that they're going to increase the rate, uh, the borrowing cost goes up, and market generally will price the rate prices lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is the in theory, right? Okay. And yeah. So that's the expected correlation. There's a negative correlation between interest rates and rate prices. Yes. So yes. when interest yeah. rates go up people expect REITs to Prices come down conduct, because right. the pressure, the cost will go up. Yeah. And REITs are leveraged instruments. I mean, they will always have some amount of debt on their portfolio yes. to buy properties and all that I stuff. Mean, even if you have cash, you won't pay you, down you don't be, yeah, for it. You're going to utilize some amount of debt. Oh, yes, yeah. So so naturally, the, the cost of borrowings will go up and that will push uh, the profit down. Yeah. And your distributions down as well. Yeah, that's in theory. In theory, right? <laughs> so we want to find out whether that's actually true. So uh, we've again done the research and you know we're going to track uh, some of the REITs that we have in Singapore that have a long, long history of being listed here and compared them with the US uh, Fed fund rates. Because anyway, the Fed fund rate affects our interest rates here in yep. Singapore as well. All right, so we're going to pull out the chart right now. And you can see over the last, this is over the last 20 years. And we have uh, five REITs over here. So Capital Land, uh, integrated uh, Commercial Trust, Parkway Life, Ascenders, Maple Tree Commercial, and Maple Tree Industrial. So straight away, you can start to see there is some sort of correlation, but is it exactly negative? What do you see over here? Yeah, I think we are actually looking at, uh, let's say the long-term performance of this is uh, the interest rate, all in all, is basically at uh, almost uh, zero level. I mean, interest rate is going up recently, and but if you look at the... Uh, correlation, I think uh, prices also goes up when interest rate goes up. Yeah, so this is the interesting <laughs> thing. Because the, the accepted wisdom is that when interest rates go up, REITs come down. But based on the chart that we see yeah. over here, uh, when interest rates have gone up, some of the REIT prices actually have gone up as well. Yeah. So the and question is... Yeah. And of course, we need to put things into context. This is just a long-term yeah. performance, right? And it's not, not even in- inclusive of the dividends yeah, that they have uh, received, right? This is just purely the unit prices. Yeah. 
Yeah. So this is in Singapore. Yep. So I believe there's similar research that's done in the US as well. Yes, correct. So uh, I have this data over here, uh, I think done by SM, S&P Global. So what happened is that uh, because the US have a very, very long history uh, in terms of the REITs market. So they have all the way until back in 1976, right? So they have experienced, I think, six uh, rising interest rate environment. So out of the six, right, uh, Fourth, the period, uh, the risk actually did very well. And in fact, they actually beat the S&P 500 mm. during that point of time when interest rate increased. So there was two periods that the risk actually turned negative. But that is based on cumulative returns. So if you were to add back the dividends, right, uh, uh, except one year, most of the year are positive. right? But that, that is only that one particular year. But subsequent years, the risk performed after the interest rate increased. Mm. So I think generally based on the history of US, we can see sort of a similar uh, situation which will ha may happen in Singapore uh, REITs too, right? So uh, I think the the one year, the two years particular decrease is because when there's a sudden change in interest rate, right, usually the REITs will hurt uh, or, 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 or I say it's high volatility for a short period of time. But after when the dust settle, they tend to perform. And that's what, what happened in 2013 where they, they actually start to taper down the QE mm -hmm. and the risk actually become volatile for that one particular and after that eventually they perform. Yeah. Alright, so even in the US, the data seems to show that there's a positive correlation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rather than a negative correlation. Yeah. So in the Singapore charts and the US charts, when interest rates go up, yep. the REITs prices have gone up as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So how come, so the question is, right, everyone's watching this, what's happening? Because uh, the accepted wisdom is the other way around. So why are prices going up? Okay, so when it typically in the environment where interest is going up, it's also a sign that the economy is actually doing well, right? So when economies yep. are doing well, uh, businesses are also doing well, right? Mm, and consumers yep. are also, as businesses are doing well, they are paying the employees more, mm. employees are also doing well. So from both businesses and the consumer's point of view, they are both doing well and that will actually lead to the demand for more office space, uh, expansion for businesses and they also will look out for more warehouses, logistics and all that. Uh, and consumer, of course, will spend more at the retail shop. Mm -hmm. uh, they will also start to travel more and that will actually benefit the hospitality, right? So uh, if you look at the best example will be in between 2004 and 2007 and where the Fed fund rate actually gone up from below uh, 1%, uh, to as high as uh, five percent at a at a point of time okay and if you look at the Singapore rental index in the same period uh, between two thousand four two thousand and seven it has actually gone up uh, across the office uh, rental index uh, shop rental index industrial rental index and hotel revenue per available room also has uh, gone up during those period okay and because of that uh, the REITs were able to charge a uh, higher rent okay mm -hmm. and as they charge higher rent they can actually pass on this incremental cost or borrowing cost so-called to the tenants right mm -hmm. and that actually leads to expansion of the uh, distribution per unit right and you can see at the time i think there were only few uh, limited number of reads were listed at the point of time the first one was uh, capital land more trust and then followed by ascenders and then maple tree logistics along the way okay but so if you look at the capital land and ascenders Right, these two were the oldest uh, REITs around, right, since 2003 and 2004. Their DP performance between 2003 to 2007 actually has grown mm -hmm. at a single digit on a year-to-year -year basis. Uh, and that leads to the price expansion for the REIT sector in Singapore. And in fact, in the 2004 itself, the prices for REITs had appreciated by 31%. And then uh, 2005, it also appreciated by 13%, followed by 2006, appreciated by uh, 41%. 
Uh, but of course, uh, 2007, 2008, that's where the things started to turn when Lemon Butter was started to... Yeah, that was the global crisis. Yeah, financial global crisis. crisis. Yeah. yeah, so this increment is kind of like, you know, uh, it, it defies your understanding on un, of the higher interest rate supposed to impact your borrowing costs. But, you know, we are looking at it from the the higher rental point of view not just I mean it's a more item. it's a more holistic picture right because when yes. you just say interest rates go up rates come down you're just using one layer of analysis <laughs> yes, and yes. that's just it you, it's black and white but when you invest there's so many other things to consider so when interest rates go up there is a reason why it's going up and usually yep. it's because the economy is like overheating in a sense mm, mm. and that's why they want to raise interest rates and if the economy is doing well like you said yeah. then businesses are doing well consumers are spending Yes. then the REITs can raise their rents. Yes. Yeah, right. So, so that's what you're saying. Yeah. In the way, of, if you look at the recent uh, you know, COVID easing, you know, mm-hmm. regulation and all that, I think the whole world is actually expecting a recovery in the sense. So the Fed is also trying to raise the rate to, you know, curb the inflation, right? Yeah. That's why they always say that inflation typically leads to asset inflation. And this is good for if you invest in property or invest in equity, right? So over the okay. long way. So yeah. to summarize, basically, you know, uh, when interest rates are going up, you're just saying that economy is typically doing well, and then REITs will do well as well. Then the basically yeah. the the DPUs will go up, share prices should go up, yeah. and you know, even though yes, it's true, when interest rates go up, it's a bad thing in a sense because the cost of debt will go up. Will be will go up. It's, yeah, it's more yep. expensive. Yeah, but that's offset by a, a better performing economy yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Right. So I mean, in the past ten years, I think we have uh, four, five, six occasions where Fed trying to announce it's going to increase the interest rate in the market started to sell down a lot of REITs in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So there was a time where I think it was become be- becoming very attractive to actually look at REITs. Yeah, yeah. If yeah you, I you remember know. doing that. You, we yeah. were like looking at all these uh, mini opportunities, right? Exactly. I think it happens yes. two times yeah. in the past ten yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, quite. Um, I think more than that, actually. Yeah. So uh, this is something where I think the market stands to be short-sighted because if the Fed increase the rate, people will start to, you know, a lot of uncertainties hanging yeah. around, right? People will start to sell and dump their shares. Especially mm-hmm. if they see the share price crashing down, they also panic, they also sell down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it does maybe hold true, maybe in a very short term, where there's, a li- like you said, a little yep. bit of volatility. Yep. Yeah. The, 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 you know. I think investors just can't take the sudden increase in interest rate, right? <laughs> so they're scared <laughs> some, some to just sell. Yeah. So there's some volatility yeah. in that near term because of, you know, people are just trying to price in that, that, that rate hike. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, of course, having said that, uh, the REITs in Singapore have not gone through the period where the interest rate were, were, were as high as like, you know, 9%, 8% mm-hmm. during the 1998, uh, yep. before the Asian financial crisis. Those periods, I think we don't know how they're going to perform, yep. but overall, I think it will be net negative impact. Yep. But in yeah. fact, if you look at the US um, uh, during the 1997, 1976 to 1980, mm-hmm. right? That was the period where the inflation was very high. Yep. Yeah. In fact, that was one of the top performance for the REITs during okay. that point of time yeah. for the US REITs. So right. this brings back the point where inflation is good. Yeah. Uh, high interest rate is also good for <laughs> if you own the asset. If you're an asset yeah. owner. Right? Owner, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I think we've established the fact that it's not, it's not true that interest rates negatively correlate with REIT performance. Yeah. Yep. That's, not, that's not entirely true. 
uh, in fact, it seems to point the other way based on the data that we have. Yeah. And we've explained why that's the case because of the economy doing well and you know, the raising prices and yeah. all that. So if you know that information, would, would you just say, you know, okay, so since interest rates are going up, should I just go out there and just buy any REIT I can get my hands on? Does it work that <laughs> way? No, not always are equal. So what should you still look out for in a rais- rising mm. interest rate environment? I mean, we can spend another day talking about what yeah. you should look out for. Right? But in summary, I think the things that you should be looking at, of course, the quality assets the the REITs own mm-hmm. uh, you want to invest in those uh, quality uh, let's say it's the office you want to invest those offices located in the prime location especially in the CBD district uh, of Singapore let's say looking at Singapore area but if you go outside of uh, Singapore of course the condition may be different right so each market can be very yeah. different when it comes to property yeah so the same thing for retail uh, the criteria is very important yeah. you want to be in those uh, prime locations yeah. Because prime location have more pricing power, so it's easy for them to pass down the rent, you know. And there's limit limited supply, yeah. especially in Singapore right. as well. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yes. Yeah, so other categories like uh, industrial or offices, I mean, they may also subject to like what you say, uh, supply and demand. So that also depends on how many uh, supply are coming up. If there's oversupply situation, like what we see in actually KL, of course, uh, we will see a lot of pressure in terms of rental. It may not recover even though economy expand, mm-hmm. economy is doing well, the rental will just stuck there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so property at the end of the day will still boils down to uh, supply and demand kind of issue. But in Singapore, I think it's managed quite well uh, by uh, URA. Uh, so those are the areas where you need to consider you know, before you actually invest in that. And of course, on top of that, uh, there are other qualitative aspects like your management, uh, track record, you know, and uh, sponsors. And of course, the financial part is more important, more relevant when it comes to higher interest rate. You want to pay attention to those uh, REITs that have reasonable gearing. Okay, Of course, nowadays we have a regulatory uh, limit of 50% for the REITs in Singapore. So nowadays the REITs are gearing up even more because of that limit. Okay, But in the past, it used to be limited to 45%. Mm-hmm. But personally, I'm still more comfortable to invest in those REITs that have like 40% or less. Okay, mm-hmm. So those are the things that you need to you know. Uh, consider uh, of course the other things that you can look at of course the interest rate you know, interest uh, coverage ratio uh, and generally if you look at interest coverage ratio you want to be higher the better okay mm-hmm. so minimum benchmark is of course is more than three times yeah and of course you also want to look at uh, the loans itself some of the risks that they borrow money you know you want to see whether majority of it are actually floating or fixed because in the rising rate environment uh, floating loans may subject to more pressure in the short term mm-hmm. because uh, risks typically they agree the rental rate with a tenant for two years three years so they yep. may not raise the rate as quickly as compared to interest rate mm-hmm. rises right so that is the main uh, risk for those uh, risks that have a lot of their loans are floating so fix the fixed yeah. rate just gives you a bit more flex, uh, stability yeah because yes. they're already paying at a higher interest rate yes, already correct. so in if the, the interest rate were to go up um, yeah, this kind of the like di- your distribution you per unit won't, won't, won't be, be affected that yeah. much okay. right? and of course those long uh, long fixed loan right for a longer fixed loan right I mean they do st- will feel the pressure over the long run but it will be slower as compared to those that are floating in nature and short term but it gives you visibility so if it gives yes. you visibility the REIT can actually plan ahead and manage the capital accordingly yeah. rather than being surprised by a sudden jump and all that yes. and then they have to start scrambling yeah. you know it's a totally different thing yeah, yeah. and of course uh, you also want to look at some of the REITs their loans uh, you know their maturity profile because I seen some uh, newer REITs uh, you know higher risk yeah, like Sasa or Tassin Retail Trust this is not a REIT but it's a business trust but it's comparable to a REIT because most of their properties are actually a REIT and they pay out 100% of their distributable income. So if you look at their debt maturity profile, I think most of you are going to mature in 2022. 
most of your loans. Okay, typically when you look at the REITs, you want to have a well staggered maturity, right? So in one year, the management don't need to have uh, so much stress to refinance this particular yep. loan. Just imagine, let's say twenty twenty two is another down year crisis, right? Mm-hmm. It could be a big problem to refinance some of these major loans that are due all of a sudden in one particular year. Mm-hmm. Okay, that put a lot of stress, and that actually can be a high risk uh, investment if they can't refinance the loan. Then they may have to go for equity fundraising and all that, okay, mm-hmm. which can be very dilutive in nature. Yeah. Right. Yep. So it sounds that uh, there are macro and micro factors to take into consideration when you're looking to invest into a REIT. So despite rising interest rates, the micro factors will play a role. Yes. Supply, demand, quality of assets. And then, of course, the economy just doing well overall. Yeah. So, and then, of course, yeah, the micro factors, basically the quality of the assets, uh, will basically affect your demand. Because if you have a, like a <laughs> popular mall that you need to be there, yeah. the rents can stay up or even yep. go up during a, you know, in, in this yep. environment. Yeah. And then, of course, like you said, all the debt uh, capital management uh, strategies that you have in place. Yes. Yep. Very, very yeah. important. And, of course, well. the valuation, right? So, yes. you want to get it at a you know, f- good price. Uh, mm-hmm. So, that's something where... Uh, you don't just buy because everyone is buying. You don't just sell yep. because everyone is selling. <laughs> so I think there's a whole yeah. host of things that you need to do when you want to invest in REITs. We're not going to cover them today because it's really, like you said, so many things to cover. Yeah. In fact, we <laughs> run a full course on this uh, to actually explain REITs so we can't do this in one simple roundtable. But we wanted to explore the relationship between interest rates and the performance of REITs yeah. and whether, you know, that that with that you know the saying where interest rates go up and rates come down <laughs> is actually true so we, yeah. we actually went to go find out yeah. and it's actually not so true <laughs> yeah. yep. so previously we mentioned that you know you can actually hedge your risk against the bank you know because yeah. banks are supposed to have the positive correlation with interest rate uh, REITs supposed to have negative correlation yeah. but in this case I think we are looking at both have positive correlation <laughs> with interest rate <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so if you go back to our previous <laughs> table on banks yes yeah. there is a positive correlation between interest rates and banks Yeah, that yeah. one's pretty clear but in terms of REITs, it seems that it's positive as well. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, but there's a short period where you'll drop. There's yeah, some yeah, pressure. Yeah. 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 In, fact, in fact, I think we've seen a li- REITs come down a little bit recently, yep. right? Yes. At yeah. this point of this recording, come down a little bit because of this uh, interest rate, interest rate volatility yep. and all that. Yeah, but I think we have still to look at the long-term factors and the fundamentals mm. of the REITs when you want to invest in them. And of course, all the factors that we've discussed today will come into play and not just interest rates per se. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, so I think that's a pretty good wrap-up on this roundtable. So, you know, if you're a dividend investor and you love REITs and you're worried about interest rates at this point in time, I hope this gives you a little bit of information about how interest rates actually affect REITs historically. All right, so... Uh, once again, my name is Adam, and that's Rusmin. Thank you. And that's Victor. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you like this roundtable, please hit the like button. Tell us we're doing a great job. Any questions about REITs, put them in the comment section. And of course, subscribe to our channel. Many more roundtables coming up again. So see you around.